Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Creep Never good. Is but it a hive or a dive? We're we, we need a hive first day. Let's hive first. So, uh, Russell Brand, yay or nay? <sighs> like as in as a person? Do well, we yay or nay him? I, I am oh, it's hard to tell now at this point. <laughs> Straight uh, in. Um, I hate him. I think he's scum. I did see a funny thing. It was like, why is everyone surprised? Russell Brand looks like if you asked children to draw a bad man, <laughs> that is what they would yeah. draw. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the child catcher. Yes. Um, oh, he's, he's scum and he is a terrible, terrible person. And I'm sure there's loads more still to come. Do you know what cracks me up? Like he, he all right, they demonetized his YouTube channel. Yeah. He'll be straight on to whatever one Trump's, Trump's on. on. Truth. Truth social. And he'll be able to monetize. And in fact, it'll probably end up being that his kind of following will believe him more as a result. So his kind of ascension into a sort of... Uh, sort of a wellness kind of truth teller individual have you been kind of watching any of his youtube videos pre the expose 
I saw that one video clip that he released. It was like, this is a coordinated attack from the mainstream media because I say things about the media that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And to that, I say mainstream media doesn't care about you enough, Russell. The man is the mainstream media. He was in Minions, the last Minions. Like, it's ridiculous. Well, he was uh, the mainstream media. And then he, you know, slid off into his own anus. Anus. Like... I, I I don't think he's going anywhere. He'll now become sort of held up. No, there's a there's a Scott Scotland Yard investigation now underway. So they'll find something. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Um, so screw him and his stupidness. Any other? So he's a clear and obvious creep of the week. Obviously. When's this um going out? This show tonight. All right, excellent. What do you have? Um, no, no, just uh, just in general regarding. Russell, to see if it's still relevant. Breaking news on the creep dive. Do you want to hear just a little bit about something interesting? Do you know Suf Jan Stevens? Yes. He woke up. Are you about to wreck him? No, no, no. no. Nice guy. But woke up one day. Couldn't walk. Exactly. No way. Do you know that he wrote a uh, song about Gacy? What was it again? Okay, hang on. Let's just go back. For anyone who can't see in the room, Sophie is entering her mind palace. Her eyes are closed. <laughs> She's humming. She's walking through the halls of the mind palace. Okay, going to the other mind palace, aka the phone. It's such a good song. It's fucking chilling. He uh, and his music is wonderful. And he has woke up one day, unable to walk. He said his symptoms begun last month. Arms and legs went numb, tingling. He had no strength, no feeling, and no mobility. Is it so Guillain-Barre? It's Guillain-Barre yeah. no disease. Oh, this autoimmune. Crazy disease. It's, it's crazy, I think, in a way, because it just can come over you. Okay, so he was stuck in a bed. Doctors did everything they could to keep him alive. Sorry. Oh, I remember this. Only one. 15 seconds or we'll be sued. Okay. Oh, you, everyone knows this. Is this about John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. From the perspective of a victim? It's telling the story. What are the lyrics again? I know. His father was a drinker. And his mother lies in bed. Yes, so that's haunting. John Wayne's t-shirts. When the swing set hit his head, the neighbors they adored him for his humor and his conversation. God, we're an indie band. Look underneath the house there. Yes. Find the few living things rotting fast in their sleep. All the dead. 27 people, Beautiful. even more, they Beautiful. were boys with their, their cars, summer their jobs. jobs, oh my god, amazing, isn't that song amazing, I never so knew that, so chilling, well, would you look at that, you can make a folk can song I out know? of anything, 
<laughs> Can I have a moment for me? That was beautiful. <laughs> it was stunning. I'm just, I'm waiting. I mean, I'm anticipating know, the comments now on the Patreon. People uh, asking for I an album. Say, I'm not signing my best there because my throat is a bit dry and I was at choir last night. So I was really giving it all last night. But um, in a, that's a, in the tradition of murder ballads, which is like a tradition of songs. Get out. We, we should, should do a creep Christmas album. Yeah, let's do at our Halloween show when we book it. No dates yet confirmed. Do learn one off and sing it at sing it at the show. Why not? Uh, okay, back to Guillaume Barry's disease beret. I'm definitely pronouncing that all wrong. I think it's just bar. Guillaume Barre dis- disease. Yeah, it's B A R R E, isn't it? Is it a disease or a syndrome? However, then I was thinking to myself, I vaguely knew somebody else that there was a suggestion also had this, and was buried alive. <gasps> And that person, stay with me, I'm coming slowly around, is Alexander the Great. Oh, do you want to hear a joke? Okay. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? A do No know. pants? They've got the same middle name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's also, free. I'm really enjoying that we are Roman Empire adjacent. I can't yeah. get Roman away. Roman Empire is our Roman Empire. Okay. I'm thinking about it a lot since the Roman Empire revelation. Oh, I've read a lot of things. No, Please I thought about, about it. it. Your Roman Empire is the Titanic and 9-11. Thank you. Combo and, and the intersection of 9-11 and Probably and Columbine if I'm going to. Columbine, yeah. yeah. Yours is Parasites. Aliens as well. I think a lot about aliens, I will say that. And yours is Mysteries. Is glitches. That will never. Oh, glitches, glitches in the Matrix. She's a real glitch gal. Multi-dimensional universes. Yeah. And Yes, are is are we living in a simulation? Is I where think Cass about lives. that all the time. Yeah, well, I'm convinced. Time. Ever since Christian Bale's real life accent, I'm fully now convinced we're in the simulation. Yeah, I've jumped through. I think, else jumped through, I think at least four simulations this year alone. But you do a lot of thinking about the Bermuda Triangle as well. Yeah, it's just. Terrifying. But maybe that's kind of adjacent. However, let's talk about Alexander the Great momentarily. Absolutely. The reason why we suspect this might have happened is because he was buried and failed to decompose for six days after his death. And the Greeks were like, what's happening? This means he is a god. But now modern scientists are thinking otherwise. So one theory is that this king's body did not decompose because he wasn't actually dead <gasps> horrendous isn't it so he might be the most him. famous yeah. person a a in yeah in history to be buried alive he's a very young man as well so an, an ancient greek historian wrote his parallel lives hundreds of years after Alexander's reign using many secondary sources. So this is why we how we know about what happened to Alexander the Great and how he died. So 24 hour drinking spree. He came down with a fever, felt a sudden pain in his back as though smitten with a spear. Apparently, he said pretty soon he was paralyzed and soon after that rendered speechless. And eventually the 32 year old was pronounced dead. But the cause of his death is a mystery but one little doctor recently thought she might have cracked it so in february 2019 dr catherine hall of university of otago in new zealand she posited that alexander suffered from guillain bar disease or syndrome so according to history uh according to history the website the rare autoimmune disorder can lead to fever 
abdominal pain and paralysis, uh, which to Dr. Hall seemed to exactly fit the account of Alexander's death. So she said the combination of ascending paralysis with normal mental ability is very rare. I've only seen it with GBS. And she suggested that Alexander contracted the rare disorder from an infection, the most frequent cause of GBS worldwide. So Jesus, Cass, I mean, it could be hitting any one of us at any time. But this is like my theory that you could wake up at you could wake up from a coma any minute. That's it. Mm. Oh, you could wake Wake up up from a coma like this could be the last thing you remember and you just wake (sighs) up and you. I tell you where you should avoid coma TikTok. It's not it's really boring, is it? <laughs> not a lot going on, is Snooze it? City. <laughs> it's a lot of people who have woken up from comas talking about how they, in fact, had heard all the shit that was their family and friends were talking to them about and what the nurses and doctors were saying about them while they laid there in the bed. Okay, I so have that. Hold on, I'll just let, give you one little thing about Alexander. So back then, they didn't use pulse to diagnose death. <clears throat> they used breath. Oh, and yeah. since On the mirror. Since, yeah. Alexander was paralyzed, his body required way less oxygen and his breathing slowed right down to almost nothing. And his pupils would have been dilated and his apparent lack of response to stimuli. The Greeks were like, this guy's brain bread, put him in the ground. And he was pronounced dead a full six days after he actually died. Sorry, six days before he actually died. Isn't that something to little nugget to itch upon? Imagine all the people similarly who might have been buried alive. Oh, I'd say there are loads. About Many. Do you remember the the Victorians were so paranoid about it that they used to bury them with like a uh, little string around their toe and a bell leading to a bell above ground. Yeah. Um, and then and the, the bells were always going off by exactly. accident. Exactly. Like a little wind. Yeah. Or, or as the decomp- decomposition kicked in or any kind of underground animals burrowing, moles mm. and things, mm. removing the toe. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, I have a creep of the week, courtesy of um, a fabulous creep. We actually got a couple of creeps of the week. Um, now, typically, I have lost the fabulous creep who alerted me to... Um, it's always the way. Anti-glasses TikTok. Um, oh my god oh it's yes. brilliant <laughs> so the, oh, the woman who's curing eyesight yes here we go samantha lotus <laughs> uh making a bizarre claim that she can cure your poor eyesight she um is has been dubbed the anti-glasses influencer mm, which gas. is a bit of a mouthful um and uh so she has these 11 dollar glasses classes <laughs> Glasses, glasses. Mm. Um, so this is a quote from her. You may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. Uh, so she's a self-described holistic master coach. OK, she's got a very kind of Cali influencer look, long blonde hair, you know, tanned, very white, even teeth. Um, as only an American can have. And um, so she says she's actually Canadian. I apologize. I apologize. Here we go again. To America. Uh, she's America adjacent. Adjacent. Okay. So she says you can teach. She can teach you to see clearly again for just the eleven quid. She has tens of thousands of social media followers, and she says that she can heal the quote spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical reasons behind their bad eyesight. Now, I didn't know that I had any spiritual, emotional or mental reasons 
behind my eyesight. Well, that's because Big Pharma got to your face before you were able to wonder about it. Yeah, and I probably from a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, So she uh, calls her teaching holistic multidimensional healing. Nice. It's good, isn't it? Also, her Mm. name is so fake. Oh, I know. Samantha Lotus. So she said she's healed her own eyesight and no longer needs glasses. Um, on a, Easy to a post last Friday, she claimed she had 338 people signed up to take the online masterclass. Should have called it masterclass. <laughs> it yeah. is a major fucking miss. How much so? It's like this. There's this wine. $11. Oh, like we nothing. could sign up and we could expense it to the creep account and we could experience this and see if it can cure me and Cassie. Yeah. Mm. Or someone could sponsor us to get laser. There is a catch that. though. Well, she says, quote, if you're closed minded and want to stay a victim, <laughs> this is not for you. Oh, come on. Now, the um, American Academy of, and this is going to be a hard one, ophthalmology. 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 There we go. Is it off or opt? Op- well, it's optimized. spelled off, PH. But ophthalmology definitely sounds more like optician, mm. which you know, tracks. So they have um, come out in a, uh, a statement saying, so that was very exciting. I wouldn't say they have to often and it's lenses, statements. surgery, or medicated prescription eye drops. And they said there's no scientific evidence to support alternative practices improving eyesight, such as eye yoga. <laughs> Which sounds like More. them really trolling this lotus girl. Just shove your eye yoga up your fucking foreign gansey. Castor pushers uh, all over TikTok. Castor oil. Um, we've moved from the parasite cleanse. That we've gone through. Uh, what's the other thing? That's when apple cider with, vinegar oh yeah, yeah. obsessives. Oh yeah. And they've moved to castor oil as okay. being the great cure all. And Did some people are. It? Uh, it's mostly um, poured on patches, like plastery things, and then castor, put on your body. Yeah, I mean, castor oil for scars is a thing, though. For scars, but this is like for liver disease, for any. Oh, it's the, they're gosh. like, look, it's a poultice and all this kind of nonsense. But they're using it as eye drops, some of them. And oh, I don't Jesus. think that's a good idea you at all. tell them to heat it up. So um, Lotus has come out against the um, American Association. Sorry, American Academy of Ophthalmologists. And she says um, that her methods are not quackery. I understand that people are skeptical and worried about grifters and uneducated, quote unquote, influencer scammers online. Um, she says, however, that she um, is very learned. She has studied psychology, sociology and naturopathy medicine, as well as extensive training in anatomy, physiology, biology, pathology of disease and mm. iridology. And does she, would that be qualifications or doing her own research kind of business? Uh, <laughs> I, she hasn't produced any degrees on paper. Um, but yeah. Do you know what? Um, She's, this is genius in a way, isn't it? Because it's so batshit and silly. Mm. It's kind of low end suggestions of curing things. It'd be like a holistic approach to ingrown toenails. Like no one's going to die <laughs> from doing away with their glasses. So what she's done here, and it's a very good deal, one way or the other. Yeah. So you're going to get people just having a yeah, look. Yeah, it's that price point the... where no one's going to go after their 11 exactly. quid back. No, they're just... I'm just picturing all those 388 people on a Zoom call, all in glasses. <laughs> Do they <laughs> all remove them they at the same time? They all remove them in a ceremonial boom, ritual. Boom, boom. 
Anyway, thank you to Michaela Tuckwell, who was our creep who directed uh, me there. That is a creep's name I haven't heard before. No, no. I know. Welcome, Michaela. What else do we know about Michaela? Let me see. Let's <laughs> click on her profile. Ooh. So Michaela is a director of the legendary Ultimate Picture Palace. Now, does Michaela BAFTA, want us to be talking ba- about this? BAFTA Connect member. Nice. Fundraiser, disability rights activist. Nice. Views my own. Well done, Michaela. We love your work. We're a fan of you too, Michaela. We're a fan of you. Going to give a follow? Oh, yeah. At Dive Creep, just followed you. Um, okay. Met a lovely creep in town the other day called Yvonne. Hi, Yvonne. How are you doing, Yvonne? Jeez, I've met yeah. so many creeps in the last week that I actually can't remember. Oh, there's definitely a few I'm supposed to shout out. Too late Fuck. now. Mm. I'm just going to throw out a couple of names just in case they hit. Go. Ali. Hi, Ali. How are you, Ali? Oh, there's always an Ali. Um, Emma? Yep. Emma, yeah, sure. Love you. Love you, Emma. Okay. Uh, moving on. There was another quick uh, update. Oh, yes. uh, BTK. Oh, go on. Yes. Um, Don't know how I missed this incredible number. Quick up top takes us 20 minutes these days. Oh, yeah, I know. Shite bags. I mean, Cass, we come here to do this. What do you want the podcast to be? (laughs) I've got a a big juicy bit here for you. She just wants us to not talk. That's just what she's aiming I want to talk. She's biding her time. Okay, so this is from Annie Sarkissian, our creep on the ground in the US of A. Mm. International. Um, So she sent a link um, regarding BTK's daughter, Kerry Rawson, who wrote that amazing book. Uh, And so there's a quote here. He was caught, BTK, in 2005 after one of his communication frenzies when the authorities traced the floppy disk That's to right. a computer at the Lutheran Church where he was council president. We all remember that yes. story. Now, what I completely dropped the ball on is the next bit, which is crazy. Investigators had also compelled a hospital to turn over a sample of his daughter, Carrie Rawson's DNA from a smear test. <gasps> oh, oh wow. Her knowledge... Wow. They then used that to link her father to the BTK killings. How now is that, that, is how is that legal? Kind how of, is that legal? And how was that admissible in the court? I mean, fascinating. Madness? Crazy? Crazy. And another violation of that poor woman. Of Do you know? Just women's health in general. I mean, are we shocked? Um, we are on the hive here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, did anyone see um, John Boyne's poem this week? <laughs> No, I just saw a post about with John Boyne and Graeme Linehan having oh, having to do pine oh, together. Fuck and I said, off, mate. Fuck the internet. What fuck the men. Uh, turbo doses in a pub somewhere. Pair of absolute just dicks. Oh, right. A poem. Okay, so Rated. this is a poem that is um, a parody of another poem. What the fuck is it called again? I do not like the like. What is it? Green like? eggs and a ham? Like the. No, it's a person's name. Fuck off. <laughs> Dr. Fell. And I'm saying fuck off to my computer. That sounded like I was telling you to fuck off. No, no. I didn't tell you. And it. Jen just didn't even bat an eyelid. She said, there she is. Fucking cunt. <laughs> um, okay, so I do not like the Dr. Fell. He, uh, John Boyne has amended it to the Ballad of Owen Jones, aged. 
39 and a half. I do not like the Owen Jones. Your face appears on screens and phones and television far too much. You think you have the common touch and decent folk agree with you on everything you say or do. Perhaps today or in due course, you might descend from your high horse. I do not like the Owen Jones. I don't think anyone condones. You're tweeting morning, morning, noon, and night. Oh my God, the irony, by the way, that he tweeted this. You're criticizing left and right. Sometimes it seems you just abuse those people who hold different views. A member of the fourth estate should welcome reasoned sound Mm. debate. There is eight verses of that. Oh my God. Go on holiday. Owen Jones writes for the Guardian. Get a flashlight or something. Get a flashlight. There's a, this, is a, this person, uh, Jeffrey Ingle, tweeted this, and um, he works for the Guardian as well, uh, as well as um, other outlets uh, like ID. And uh, so he um, tweeted all these unhinged people on here, including best-selling authors, spend so much time harassing Owen Jones, and yet never acknowledge he was attacked in the street by the far right. Mm. Um, and then he tweeted the poem with the line, a 52-year-old wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody replies, is that genuinely by John Boyne? Can we ask where it was found? <laughs> Jeffrey replies, he tweeted it earlier this morning. <laughs> it is, and also it does include a little like, what are those people, emoji cons or something that John Boyne oh, made of himself? Oh, yeah. What's it called? A memoji. A memoji. And it's... Um, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it is. It's just embarrassing. It's mortifying. But also, big love to our trans listeners, because, my God, every you. week is a shit show um, for you guys, but this past weekend was particularly fucking shitty. Shite. We love you. We, we love, love you. We love you. Um, all right, Cassie wants... I oh, will s- we have a bit more up top? <laughs> will we have a bit more up top? She's about to blow a load and then... Okay. No, what is it? It's a story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twisted love story. Oh, It's got cat fishing. It's got... Dog fishing. Dog fishing. It's got dogging, I'm sure. <laughs> it's got a very mediocre man at the center of it. To look at, you wouldn't think he would spur any... Any type of passion, let alone four years of of crimes of passion. So come with me. December 5th, 2015, there was a man called Dave Krupa. I don't think we've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) Creeps at home, answers on a postcard. Dave Krupa, I need a um, a visual on this plain man. It's K-R-O-U-P-A. Oh, I've got him here. (laughs) Like a grand looking fella. He'd be the kind of lad who'd be in your friend group that one of your friends would settle with in college and they'd end up getting married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fairly average. Grant. <coughs> so he gets Everyone's a phone call and he hears, he's in his 30s or something and <laughs> he's a couple of years out of a long-term relationship with a woman that he was with from high school. Very amicable separation. They had kids together, but all was good. Um, and... When Dave kind of went back on the scene, unexpectedly, he was a real hit. The women loved him. Weird. Yeah. So he was like, it was like Mambo number five. He was like, there was different <laughs> girls all around the place. Right. Does Cassie feature in that song? A little bit of Cassie. There's a Sandra. Uh, which uh, is similar. Which is 
Yeah, it's Cassandra. Sandra. Oh, yes, it's all course, the same. Yeah. That is my name, Cassandra. Never ever would I have drawn those two things together. <laughs> oh, so we're having them. a lanyard we moment. Are, possibly. <laughs> wow, it's mind blowing. Oh, that was still one of the funniest moments of my whole life. Leonard. That and Travis. No, Lenny. What's Lenny? What's Lenny Len- short for? Lanyard. It was the way you said it in such a derisive way. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, back to Dave. He God, gets such a, call. a boring ass name, isn't, isn't it? it? Hello, Dave. Dave. Out there, I love you too. What do you think is the least sexy name? I think it's Lorcan. No, Lorcan. No, mm, no. Yeah. Or Dermot. <sighs> oh, Dermot. Yeah, they they have a hard kind of. Especially when it's pronounced Germage. Well, Germage. I'm sorry. This is very harsh. Know. People national, will be listening, getting very upset. National hottie Germage Gavin is That's begs fair. to differ. He's yeah. the exception. He is one of our greatest homegrown hotties. And True. a great gardener. And a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> hey, Germage. Um, so Dave gets a call to say that his on and off girlfriend, Liz, had been shot. A fuck. Shot. Mm, shot. Where are leg. we in the world? Iowa. Okay, we're in America. What kind of time is happening now here? 2000s? 2015. 2015. Ooh. So re- relatively recent, breaking news. Um, she was out for a walk, taking a walk at Big Lake Park Council in Bluffs, Iowa, when a shadowy figure emerged through the darkness and she was shot through the thigh. I watched the special of 2020 on this and she said, Liz said that the woman came up behind her, told her to lie down on the ground and then she shot her through the thigh and oh then she had to walk back to her car and call 911. Fuck. And so it was a woman who shot her. So she says it was a woman that shot her, guessing by whatever she was saying. A the warning sound of her shot. Voice. A woman shot her. Yes, but not to kill. Not to kill, just to maim. And so obviously 911 was called and they sent out research, like a search party, could not sight nor sound find <clears throat> the shooter. Okay. Found Liz did her up or whatever but this was only one of many unfortunate things that had happened to Liz since she had fallen in love with Dave Grupa so this saga had been going on for four years bizarre instances occurring over the past three ever since Liz had began dating Dave her life had been filled with drama and terrifying just terrifying things incidents yeah so it like was in what? 2000, like, well, I guess we're <laughs> but like they're really dark, right? Um, so Dave was, da- so it was 2011 when Dave and his previous girlfriend, Amy, split up. Very amicable, as I said, they all get on very well. Two kids, raising the kids together, all friends. And it, by the summer of 2012, Dave was ready to start dating again, but was not seeking anything serious, mm-hmm. right? He wanted to meet women and have fun. That's all. That's you know. He was and he was quite. Was he making that clear to them? Yeah, he wanted I think to get he was. Yeah, he wanted to get his. Home. Yeah, he was out of fucking monogamy jail. You know. Yeah, I mean, eleven years is a long old time. Uh, he was on plenty of fish. Nice. And that's where that's he met so Liz, retro. isn't it? Yeah. But like 2015, there would have been Tinder. There would have been. He's probably on the mall. Yeah. Um, the first person he meets on Plenty of Fish is Liz. Um, she, her life was kind of tumultuous from the beginning. She was a mother who had already lost custody of her two children related to being in an abusive relationship with one of her kids, um, fathers, her, oh, sorry. No, Liz's mother 
had lost custody of the kids. Liz's mother was in an abusive relationship. So Liz's father was an ex-convict who beat her mother daily. Jesus. So just growing up in a very shit environment. Um, and so she ended up then in foster care with her older brother. Um, and even though her mother had turned her life around and she was days away from getting the kids back in 1978, she was struck by a car and killed. Fuck! So oh my God. tragedy, tragedy, tragedy for Liz. Jesus, and she's like bad luck, Brian. Oh, yeah. No, God love her. So 2012, Dave and Liz have their first date. <laughs> Dave thinks Liz is magical sexy vivacious uh they both had children around the same age and liz claimed to share dave's desire to have only a casual relationship oh yeah liz had her own business she was a housekeeper and ran a housekeeping cleaning business so the two hit it off absolutely immediately enjoyed each other's company went on a couple of dates over the next few weeks they began to see each other regularly carrying on a sexual relationship that they both enjoyed hmm. dave however admits that he was never particularly interested in Liz because she was not that well read and I couldn't have conversations with her. But Fuck off, I Dave. Was happy if you to don't shag have a conversation her. with a woman, maybe you shouldn't put your pee-pee inside of her. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but despite the mutual understanding that the relationship was to be casual only, Liz started to get really intense, bit clingy. She so, wanted to spend more and more time with Dave. This is according to Dave having made it clear that it was only casual they were continuing to see each other she became attached because she's crazy yeah okay this is according to dave yeah um the gospel according to dave <laughs> he was the 13th apostle <laughs> dave dave so, um, dave dave what do you think dave um, so she would she was getting more more clingy and it was pushing Dave away. Dave wanted to go out, enjoy his life, and she was like asking where he was going, what they were doing on nights that they didn't spend together. What a bitch. Yeah. And he had to remind <laughs> her that it was none of interest. her business. Dave was not in a committed relationship and continued to see other women in addition to Liz. Dave encouraged Liz to see other men too, but she had deleted her plenty of fresh profile and explained to Dave that she did not feel comfortable sleeping with multiple people at the same time. Fair enough, Liz. But if that's what you like to do, also you can do that. Everyone is a consenting adult. Dave continued to see Liz despite being irritated by her. Really? I hate Dave. I've, Dave is a dick. He is a bit of a dick. Yeah. But he's getting his hole. That's yeah. all he cares about. He seems like a pretty standard issue man. Yeah. And uh, like I'm sure Dave's like, look, I told her time and time again. Dumb Dave. He was realizing that Liz started to get upset when he would spend time with his kids and ex-girlfriend. Um, and he had to constantly remind her they were not in a committed relationship and she, he could do whatever he wanted. Um, so sometimes Dave would be like getting ready for a date and Liz would show up unannounced at his apartment. Oh, bit creepy, Liz. Um, Dave was always, according to Dave, willing to have sex, but would still go and leave on his date. Ooh, <laughs> dirty dick! In my I mind, hope I'm he like, gives oh. it a wash. She like emptied him out and sent him off. Yeah, mm. kind of trying to like neuter him, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, right, this there was this tension going back and forth. Liz wants more. Dave doesn't want as much. Ultimately, Dave then pulls away and or pulls out. And in the fall of 2012, Dave is at work. Uh, his job is at the Hyatt Tire, so he's like a car mechanic. And a pretty woman walks in, catching his attention. He was instantly attracted to her, but didn't speak to her. 
Later, he found the woman on Plenty Fish. Her name was Carrie Farber. So Dave messaged her, but it wasn't until she came back to his place of work that he asked her out. He said that they were standing very close together as they inspected her car and there was a lot of tension. All right, Dave, sure. Uh, absolutely. Mm. I'd say she was like, fuck me, I wonder how much this is going to cost. And exactly. he was like, that was the tension, Dave. She must fancy me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did ask her out and she accepted and they made plans to meet in the November of 2012. Carrie Lee Farver, born November 30th, 1974, a smart, beautiful woman who worked as a computer programmer with expertise in coding. She was 37, divorced with a teenage son. She was stunning, classy, and the kind of woman Dave could carry on an intelligent conversation with. Mm. However, Liz, is it's the end of days, is it for Liz? Well, he'd already kind of end pulled of it off. He'd already sort of pulled it off with Liz. Do you know, he was like, you know. Okay, sorry, he'd pulled out of Liz. He pulled out of Liz. Um, so he was trying to avoid her. However, Dave was on their first date. Dave was on his first date with Carrie and he was getting all these text messages from Liz. Liz claimed she had something to get something from his apartment that she had left there and needed immediately. So once back at his apartment, Dave explained the situation to Carrie. Carrie was very understanding, didn't seem phased at all by the other woman stopping for her, by her date's apartment. After all, Carrie and Dave had agreed to a casual relationship only. Um, so Carrie did seem to be understanding and I think the thing is here Carrie oh, wasn't that interested in Dave interesting she was just like yeah I'll, yeah I'll just see this Dave while or I'm she looking said she for wasn't interested in Dave Dave obviously has some sort of magnetism that we just don't understand um, Liz and Carrie passed each other then at Dave's apartment and this is the start of the absolute fucking turmoil oh, no, Liz. yeah so dave continued on a relationship with carrie for a couple of weeks and he said he felt like he hit the jackpot liz continued to send dave emails suggesting that after putting months into their relationship she thought it only wise for the two to give it a real shot but dave did not want to be in a monogamous relationship with liz but was opening to continue a sexual relationship he wasn't going to stop seeing carrie or anyone for liz for that matter hmm. so Shortly after they started dating, Carrie and Dave. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We are getting closer. Carrie works very close to Dave's apartment, so she ends up staying there a couple of nights a week because she's working late on these projects. Um, and she, so they lived, she lived in Iowa and Dave lived in Nebraska, or she worked across in Nebraska where Dave lived. So she was working on this big project and closer to work was beneficial for her. J- Dave enjoyed her company and was fine with her staying over for a few days. Carrie didn't seem to be aggressively pursuing anything serious. She was just having fun and enjoying the convenience of Dave's apartment to her job. Hmm. Absolutely sound out. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. Um, so early in November, while staying with Dave, Carrie started receiving a few Facebook friend requests from people she wasn't sure she knew. However, she realized that one of them was from her hometown in Macedonia, Iowa. Carrie messaged the person saying, do I know you? But she never received a, she never received a response. Things were going grand between Dave and Carrie. On the 13th of November then, 2012... Dave left and goes to work and uh, he gets a he gets a text message from Carrie later that day in the morning saying that they should move in together and Dave was really surprised and was like Carrie's the chill one this seems very strange so he responded and said oh I don't think that's a good idea and instead of being like grand, chill Carrie suddenly turns and is like, fine, fuck you. I'm seeing somebody else. <gasps> Don't contact me again. Very <laughs> on her. Very on Carrie. So Dave is flabbergasted. Like Dave was like, I thought Carrie was a cool person who shared his views on long term relationships. Over the past few weeks, they've been having so much fun and she never indicated that she wanted to change the situation. And she noticed, he noticed then that Carrie unfriended him on Facebook. So Dave was disappointed, but not devastated. After all, it was only a casual relationship. He's still out there. He's still on the scene. Um, And every, when he returned home that evening, everything Carrie had brought with her was gone as if she'd never been there. So in the days that followed the end, the the Carrie and the end abrupt to Dave and Carrie's relationship, Dave started getting numerous text messages and emails from Carrie. Pretty nasty, calling Dave's other dates whores, especially the one Carrie had met, Liz. Then Liz started to receive text messages and emails too, calling her a fat, ugly whore and other vulgar names. From apparently Carrie? From Carrie. So has Dave spoken to Carrie? Liz is the one who gets shot. He's, he's, I guess, responding. I thought Carrie was getting shot. No, Liz is the one oh, at the Liz start who gets shot. So shot. Liz was the one who wanted the committed relationship. Yes. Sorry, this has crossed wires now. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Liz is the one who wanted the committed relationship. Dave was like, no, that's too intense. I'll date this chill one, Carrie. Carrie suggests they move in together. Shit. Dave rejects her. Carrie switches, turns. Nuclear. Flips the switch and is going nuclear, right? And so not only is she Carrie now texting Dave and sending him abusive message, she's also moved on, found Liz 
and is sending Liz abuse and as well. And had Liz left Dave at this point? Ah, uh, yeah, like they're not really seeing Grant, each other. Dave is like, you know, lesser of two evils. She's, she's still crazy for wanting commitment. Um, so Liz contacted Dave then, who shared that he too was getting bombarded with these messages from Carrie. Dave felt responsible for dragging Liz into this, so he apologized and he agreed to see her more frequently. In fact, she convinced him to dedicate every Wednesday night to her. So Liz is back. Liz okay. is back on the scene now, trauma bonded over the abuse gotcha. they're receiving yeah, from perfect. Carrie. So Dave and Liz weren't the only ones receiving disturbing messages from Carrie. Her family came concerned as a few days went by with no word from her. Finally, she texted to tell them she took another job in Kansas and was moving away. Her family did believe that she would, she didn't, did her, so she had a teenage son that was, was with Carrie's mother. Um, and they said that it wasn't actually that unusual for her to like go and take the job and leave him there. He must have been living with her okay. permanently or something. But Carrie's brother was getting married the following weekend and they were like, we'll see her at that. Oh. The wedding came and went, no Carrie. Her best friend's baby shower, which she was hosting, also came and went, no Carrie. Her mother started to grow concerned, but Carrie continued to text and send messages indicating that she just wanted some alone time and that her mother was too controlling. But her mother felt that something was very wrong and reported Carrie missing. When was police Liz impersonating Carrie? Certainly what it's to bring to her and at. Dave together. Well, Liz goes through a terrible amount of trauma with this. So just hold off. Okay. I'm making any assumptions yet. Okay. Bear in mind, Liz has been shot and then there's something really dark coming for Liz. Okay. okay. Has so, Liz been shot in the story already? No. No, we've okay. gone back in time to give context to where Liz is. But the 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 story really takes national attention with the shooting. Um, the thing about Carrie is when the police come to take the missing persons report, they learn that Carrie suffers from bipolar disorder and her medications were left at home. Mm. So she seemed Oops. like she was unlikely medicated. There's no law against an adult feeling. disappearing on their own free will. So police didn't aggressively pursue the case, given the facts. Interesting. Um, soon, the incessant messages from Carrie to Liz and Dave turned really threatening. One day, Liz came home to find her garage had been vandalized and whore from Dave was written on the wall in, of, of her garage with paint. Whore from Liz, Dave. Yeah. Liz also had some old checks from an older account that were missing. She was furious and Dave couldn't blame her. A police report was made and Dave hoped the harassment would soon end. Dave just seems so ineffectual. I know. Oh, he's, like, he's just so, oh, he's yeah, probably still on plenty of not blame, you. Oh, blame you, that's awful. He's probably still, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, that night he received an email from Carrie admitting to be the vandal of Liz's property. On November 17th, Carrie texted a photo of signed check to her mother she explained that she had sold her furniture and someone was coming to get it. The check was made out to Carrie for $5,000 and signed by someone named Shana. Shana. Little did Carrie's mother know who Shana was. I'm not going to spoil it. No one came by to collect any of the furniture. So Carrie's mother requested that Carrie call her as soon as she could so she could hear her voice. Um, she wasn't convinced that her daughter would be doing these things. She said... Carrie was meticulous as well with her grammar and spelling and texts and emails had to be perfect or she'd correct them. These texts were sloppy and filled with grammatical errors. Another thing Dave had noted previously when he said that that um, oh, Carrie was supposed to be the smart Carrie one. was supposed to be the smart one. Yeah, he didn't know Carrie well, however, and had no reason to think it was anyone else but her. Yeah, in fairness, he did, they didn't. 
they didn't mm. you know and she's and it's she, funny that her family even were like look it's not that out of character initially when she just kind of yeah but then they again like, if they were contact if she was being con- and they were contacting her frequently um and because the abuse that dave and liz were suffering was so vulgar and getting so threatening any police involvement was really focused on stopping and stemming that that rather that harassment than rather than looking for her do you know um and like she would text dave so dave said him and liz could be like out on a date and he would get a text from carrie describing what he was wearing oh interesting yeah so it's like liz was texting under the table <laughs> from but the like she'd be phone. there and she'd get a phone as she'd get she'd get a text as well oh you yeah, know? yeah like that he, they really thought that she's she ambidextrous was, yes yeah, that she was watching texting them. well it has to be um so when they started to to sort of trace the where the pings were coming from that thing that they do in the states of the text messages oh, that's what they the, did with cereal the pings of yeah the yeah boom, boom, boom. the ping towers yeah so they were generally located in the vicinity of dave's apartment but not close enough to either dave or liz to be coming from their homes Ooh. when they searched the areas where the phones pinged they found no sign of carrie or her vehicle However, Liz and Dave were still receiving hundreds of texts and emails each day. Jesus. Often they would be watching a movie together when both their phones would sound with threatening and nasty messages from Carrie. The constant harassment was frustrating and sometimes scary, but it did bring Dave and Liz together, together. as they shared a common stalker. Mm. During one of her numerous reports to the police, Liz explained that Carrie blamed her for her breakup with Dave. She explained that the check Carrie sent to her mother was stolen from Liz's garage during the vandalism incident. Dave and Liz were informed by police that Carrie's family had reported her missing. The police had attempted to contact Carrie several times without success. And after they spoke to Liz and Dave, however, the sheriff received this text message from Carrie saying, I don't care about this missing person report, but I really appreciate it if you leave Dave Krupa out of it. I will be leaving the state. My mother overreacted. I've been to my house a few times. She later admitted... So she's texting the sheriff now? Yeah. Very odd. She later admitted to stealing Liz's checkbook via text prompting a warning from police that when someone finds her even in another state she'll be held on warrant months go by and like i mean in total like four years go by of this (gasps) harassment but months going by and carrie remained out of sight but certainly not out of anyone's mind she was continuing to send you missed it there when you're in the toilet but like she was sending thousands and thousands of messages and emails no matter how many times he attempted to catch her stalking him through his window, he could never. Oh, yeah, this is where Dave reacts to, you know, he said that she would text him about what he was wearing. So she, he always knew that she was nearby, but he could never actually find her. Oh, I mean, betcha Dave just like dressed quite boring. Yeah. So yeah she'd just be like, shirt, nice t-shirt jeans. today. Yeah. And like, he'd be like, oh, I am wearing a t-shirt. Now. What happens Our hatred for Dave. I know. It's <laughs> so like, strong. Dave. But he's so mediocre. Yeah. Like, he's so bleh. And it he's doesn't warrant four. this reaction at all. Oh, imagine you, you get stalked and then like these fucking doses on a podcast. <laughs> sometimes later, <laughs> sometime later, like, uh, and like, why? she didn't even warrant stalking. That's she was so crash. Yeah. She was such an uggo dose. Okay, we are victim shaming. I've just yeah. heard it. I've heard it. But it's the hive. So it's, it's fine. The hives, the hives. There's no straight men in here. Um. Mm. 
So, I don't know. What about Other Harry? (laughs) Hello, Other Harry. We hope you're still with us. He's just unsubbed. Uh, Has he? No, I don't know. I'm just joking. Other Harry, if you're there, do let us know. Um, (laughs) Carrie... So Carrie's father dies and Carrie fails to show up at the funeral and this sends alarm bells off the family. They're like, there's no way she would miss her father's funeral. The the lackadaisical approach, the fact that she's not in contact with her son, that just being Norm. Yeah, it feels a bit strange. Yeah, but I guess they're blaming her 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 illness. I mean, it's 2015 and she's got a mental illness. So like, Mm. they're just like, what will we do with this alien? Yes, send her to Iowa. Um, so they knew that something wasn't right then Carrie's Facebook account however remained active and she posted that she moved to Kansas for a great job she even said hey got a great guy Dave Krupa moving down to Kansas now if I can get my son to move with me I'd be so happy son's like mom I haven't heard from you exactly. yeah and he didn't call she didn't call him on his birthday oh she basically God. abandoned him so her parents were granted custody through the Iowa court system Dave and Liz continued to see each other Dave felt the need to pull away at times when Liz became increasingly needy and clingy. I mean, she's scared. She's being stalked and all she wants is fucking commitment. She just wants to hang out, Dave. Jesus. Um, And funny enough, whenever Dave got frustrated and break things off with Liz, coincidentally, Carrie would ramp up the harassment. Liz dubbed stalker. Liz dubbed her crazy Carrie. We'd both become victims, she said. We'd something in common that we didn't have with anyone else. The stalking to continue to bring the two of them back together. At one point, Carrie claimed to be pregnant by Dave. Dave had had a vasectomy years before, so she knew, so knew that even if she was pregnant, it was not his. He did not know that Carrie had her hysterectomy years ago, making it impossible for her to be even pregnant. Perhaps this was just another crazy delusion of their mentally ill stalker. Carrie texted Liz saying, Dave and I want to provide a happy home for this baby. So I'm kindly asking you to please back off and leave Dave alone. But like, has Carrie and Dave even been in the same room together in You never know. You never know with Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so it's all looking, pointing in the direction I feel we all believe it's going. Give me your theory. It's Liz. It's Liz. Well. Well, like, how did Liz shoot herself in the back, in the legs? Well, listen to this then. Okay. Yoga. <laughs> I yoga. Liz is texting Carrie back saying, just leave me alone. If you want Dave back, have him that bad. I'm sick of all this drama. Don't want to be in the middle of it anymore. You're terrorizing me and I don't need it. So fuck off. Basically, I'll leave Dave. Okay, so it's is quite Dave deranged now. like self-stalking? Oh, Sophie. I never considered this. Wait a minute. So Liz, I believe, is impersonating Carrie. Maybe I got harassing them both. Oh my God. Do you know the way if you're going out with a guy and they never ever want to do the breaking up, so they just start acting like such complete yeah, dickheads yeah, yeah, until yeah, finally me. you just kind of take it in hand and say, "All right, fucking, we're breaking up." Okay, yeah. this is Dave. This is how it started. Dave was trying to get Liz away from him and was like, "If I just stalk her loads and just kind of torment her, she'll leave me alone because, because I'm she'll the root be like, of her problems. I wasn't worth it.' Exactly. Instead." Liz is latching more closer and more. Okay, mm. there's some theories on the table. Good theories. I All enjoy wrong. them. Liz is prepared to walk away. However, however, her and Dave do continue to see each other. At some point, <laughs> these two, these just and they're like, oh, I bet they're just like 
Like they get a Chinese missionary. and do missionary. Like, yeah. do you yeah. know? Oh my like, God, Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking, I'd love a Chinese though. I would love a Chinese. I'd really like a Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Neither of us I going for the mystery <laughs> after <laughs> <laughs> Um At some point, Dave notices a car parked out in the parking lot that he recognizes. It's Carrie's car. No sign of Carrie in the car. But the car is there. Where's Liz? This is outside his apartment, is it? Yeah. I don't know where Liz is at this point. The car had a scratch on the side, but no fingerprints on the outside of the vehicle or the steering wheel. But there is really odd. There are no fingerprints on the steering wheel, not even carries. They did find a single fingerprint, however, on a tin of mints in the center console. The print did not match carry or anyone in the system. The car was extremely clean, except for a small pink stain on the passenger seat of the vehicle, which looked like spilled strawberry milk. Weird. Um, Liz's beverage of choice. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Just can't let it go. <laughs> Sipping on a Yazoo. Um, <laughs> she's a criminal mastermind drinking a Yazoo. Um, <laughs> photographs were taken of the vehicle, but ultimately the vehicle was released back to Carrie's parents, who were technically the owners. Um, so in spring of 2013, Dave calls Carrie's mother and says he thinks that Carrie is staying at a homeless shelter in Omaha and wanted to be picked up. So filled with hope, Carrie's family and the police rushed the homeless shelter only to find out Carrie was not there and never had been. It was later determined that the caller was not Dave. The whole incident was a cruel joke. God. Also, Lady Fanny of Omaha. Mm. Does anyone remember that? Do nope. you Rotten Scoundrels? No. no. I just can't hear Omaha without saying Lady it. Lady Fanny. Carrie's harassment continued as she sent pictures of Liz and her children to Dave, threatening to hurt them if Dave didn't leave Liz alone. Meanwhile, Dave grew bored with Liz. Oh, Dave. Just a shitter get off the pot. met another woman he's online. fucking hovering and then receding. And I then he's back again. You, but I'm in you. Yeah. And I hate, hate you. Oh, you're clingy. I'm still but also you. you're not in it, my intellectual equal. While I'm just nutting in you yeah. the whole time. Oh, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so he meets another woman online, adds her on Facebook. And within an hour, Carrie is Honor. bombarding him <laughs> with messages. No. The woman received messages um, too, including oh including this one. So you must be Dave's new whore. He is herpes from the whore he was dating. I would watch out from him. <laughs> so Jessica quickly was like, no, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. Breaks contact with Dave. Little the harassment bit of Jessica continues. in my life. There you go. There's the mambo number five. Carrie made threats against the woman and her kids, sending pictures of them to make sure she was taken seriously. Fucking hell. That woman had to make her an harassment report to the police. My God, Carrie is so quick off the mark. She is so crazy, Carrie. Like she's no. stopping anybody from getting near from from near. Dave. Okay, well this is this means that Dave. The theory of it being Dave is not it. <gasps> what about Dave's ex, the mother of his kids? It was all very amicable, well, but what well, if it wasn't? Well, well, well. Um, Liz is still trying to trying to date with Dave. Yeah, Dave. So there's, just so loads, there's still loads to go. Okay, go go for it. So Liz, I'm is, loving it. Please don't so stop. Hang on. Liz is. They keep breaking up and getting back together. Dave's meeting other people online. Every time he meets someone, carries messages. I'm saying, back off, bitch. back off from that whore, or back off from him. He's got herpes. Amy, the ex. Uh, so Liz yeah. is still like. I don't know like Dave is just needs to grow a backbone and just like completely separate him from herself Liz because she keeps clinging on and coming back here and there so Amy ends up meeting Liz and says that she is um, rude and unfriendly 
Um, tells Liz she's an arsehole. Amy does. Kind of. Basically tells Dave that he thinks she thinks Liz is an arsehole. So yeah. Dave finally fully breaks it up there in the summer of 2013. And surely, theoretically, Carrie would fuck off as well. Yes, theoretically. But she doesn't. Because Liz goes home in this one night in the summer of 2013 and finds her whole fucking house on fire. Oh! Whole house. Jesus. Burns to the ground. Animals inside. Oh my God. Her Perished. own pets. Her own pets perish. The night of the breakup, was it? Couple of, couple, couple of times after. It still smells. Liz told police she received a message from Car- Carrie hours earlier threatening to kill her and her children. But she received those types of messages so regularly. Although the fire was determined to be arson, no humans were hurt. However, mm. Liz's oh pets were God. all killed. Oh my God. a cat and a dog. Liz told Dave she was moving and not hurt sharing people. her new address with him. Hurt pets. Hurt people, hurt pets. pets. Thank God her kids weren't there. Yeah, good point. Um, So Liz decides to move, get the fuck out. Well, her her hand has been forced. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't have a house anymore. And she tells Dave that she's going and she's backing away from this whole situation. And what do they do? Get back together. Continue dating for a further two years. Two years. Two more years. So this has gone four. are Are we on year four? Or we on we're, year? Uh, we're, we're up to kind of year four now, right? So Liz didn't have many friends. When she befriended a woman at work, they bonded really quickly. Liz sensed that Dave was pulling away from her again. So she floated the idea of a threesome with her new friend. Naturally. Dave was interested. The other friend, friend you believe not. <laughs> Dave's ex-girlfriend, Amy, meanwhile, had had a baby by another man and was in a relationship that did not work out. Uh-oh. On holidays, Dave would often spend time with Amy and all three kids, developing a bond with Amy's youngest child. And this infuriated Liz. So by December 2015, Carrie had not been seen by her family for three years. However, the harassment had not at any point stopped. But police finally started to become suspicious. Why would someone who dated Dave for less than two weeks stalk him and his ex-girlfriend for years? It didn't make any sense. (laughs) Ten days. (laughs) And probably within that ten days, they they stayed the night like three times. Maybe three. I mean, did Dave just have... What like, was it about Dave? The dick of all dicks. Don't know. <laughs> the like, Moby dick of dicks. The great white what? Dave. Like, well, there's nothing, the great there's white nothing Dave. that he could be made of that would be appealing enough. No. Not even like a chocolate Swiss roll. That's I was what I was thinking. Reese's peanut butter cups if he was made of them. That <laughs> if his jizz was the inside of clunky. walnut whips, I would actually stalk him for four years. I love <laughs> that whip stuff. I mean, there's easier ways to get it than sucking the day balls. <laughs> suck it out of a tiny little hole. I wouldn't let him come on me with it, though. Very sticky. Very, very, very sticky. Um, okay, so police are growing suspicious, but Liz saunters into the police station again with a new complaint. She said that she was being threatened, but not by Carrie this time. According to Liz, Dave's ex-girlfriend, hey. Amy, was sending her nasty text messages and emails. She said that someone had stolen a gun from Dave's apartment, which he confirmed. She said that she was scared that Amy was going to attack her and perhaps Amy had attacked Carrie. She seemed to think the same thoughts as the police. Why would someone stalk someone for years after a brief period of dating? Liz voluntarily let police download her phone data and messages in the hope that they could arrest Amy. Soon after, Liz gets shot in the park. She was able to identify the shooter as Amy. Amy. Oh, Police 
bring Amy in for question, who's visibly shaken by the accusation. After intense interrogation, the woman continued to die that she had been in the park. And her older children were with their father, Dave Cooper, but her youngest son was asleep in his crib. Police eventually determined that Amy was telling the truth. So no arrest was made. So who fucking shot Liz? Soon after, Liz brought an email to the police that she claimed was from Amy, giving a full confession to not only shooting her, but also killing Carrie. Interesting. Nobody had suggested Carrie was dead or murdered until Liz did. The confession gave very specific details about Carrie being abducted the morning of November 13, 2012. Carrie had logged on to Facebook around 6.45 a.m. The next time she logged on three hours later, it was to unfriend Dave. According to the <laughs> confession from Amy, she abducted Carrie during that time. She described Carrie's tattoos correctly, including one not mentioned in the missing person's flyer. The confession said Carrie was stabbed in the stomach or chest oh area, but being burned beyond oh recognition and thrown in the garbage. Fuck. The details included information about Carrie's vehicle and home that was not public knowledge, leading police to believe that Carrie had in fact been murdered By over three Amy. years earlier. Jesus. Police Any did mention not, of the however, milk. believe that Amy was the culprit. Oh, they Liz. began to finally be suspicious of Liz. You stupid who provided bitch. this email she had allegedly received from Amy. This is uh, BK BTK, BTK territory. territory. Like she why yeah, did she very similar. Was her up. She needed more attention. The emails coming from the inside download, the house. Like the why the fuck would you write a Liz's She phone. wrote her own confession. Uh-huh. Yeah. The download of Liz's phone, unbeknownst to her, revealed information she had deleted from her phone. They found that Liz had been using applications that scrambled cell phone tower pings, making it hard to track where messages had come from. Oh. Another application was used to design to delay outgoing text messages, explaining why she often received messages from Carrie while she was in Dave's presence. Police did not, however, have a body. They Dave did learn that Liz was days it. away from being evicted from her house. Did you did learn that Liz was days away from being evicted when her house was burnt down mm. and had already moved most of her children belo- children's belongings to a friend's house. Police wanted more evidence to make the case against Liz. She killed her pets. You remember so they, she burnt they, them they to they the ground. Her, they killed, she killed her pets and yeah. she burnt the home that her children lived in. Um, but she was about to be evicted anyway. So the police go and find Carrie's vehicle because they want to find more <clears throat> evidence. Um, evidence. But the vehicle had been sold they go and they search it the new owner is very understanding but no evidence is found what about the print on the mints it's long gone what about the strawberry milk oh yeah if only they could get it they could just catch liz red-handed with a strawberry milk that avonmore strawberry milk suckling it out of a little Mm. paper straw (laughs) as it gets more and more Stuck together and moist so the police want to confirm their suspicions and ask liz for help to catch amy Oh, so Meanwhile. she's trying. Yeah, okay. So they're double bluffer. They're, they're like, like a honey yeah, trap. Yeah, yeah. However, will we find Carrie without you? You gotta help, come in and Liz. be one of us. And did they lead her to believe they still suspected Amy as a yes? As a so gobbit? they're like, we're gonna set up a sting to catch Amy. Nice. Meanwhile, they warn Dave that Liz is extremely fucking dangerous, and he Dave, should move in temporarily with Amy and the children. So he moves in with Amy, although in disbelief that Liz was anything more than annoying. Um, <laughs> this. <laughs> It's gone a little bit past annoying. It's past annoying. I mean, she is a melt, but like... I know. The, no, sorry. Her wanting commitment from a man she's sleeping with is not her being a melt. But, but the other stuff. Yeah, murdering the murder and, and arson and, and, and setting and her pets on fire. Melt. Um, so this really pissed off Liz, was what the investigators wanted to, to 
Watch, she, that day they wanted to get so upset that she would start making mistakes so she called the police in tears venting her frustration that Amy got to commit murder shot her and still gets to be with Dave <laughs> <laughs> so police were like we've got her right where we want her so they asked her to try and get a more detailed confession from Amy hours later Liz forwarded them another confession email this time the writer explained that Carrie was murdered in her own vehicle on the passenger side stabbed in the chest and abdomen oh, she said she then put her in garbage bags and burned her body finally she says she threw her away with the trash that week not oh, thinking twice oh about my god taking yeah. her phone writing emails from her contacting her family incessantly yeah the writer th- threatened to do the same thing to Liz and then a third search of the vehicle included removing the passenger seat cover this time they found a massive blood stain <gasps> in the phone that was confirmed to belong to Carrie oh you fucking detectives experienced and technology had a lot of work to do to track the hundreds of thousands of messages Jesus. that have been sent over the years. Nonstop. Through a long and tedious investigation, they determined the IP address in which Amy's confi- confession emails originated belonged to a, na- a man named Garrett. Garrett was living with a woman he'd considered his girlfriend of many years. The woman's name was Liz. Shana Gaylor, which is Liz's birth name. Oh. Garrett explained that he'd been dating... Liz, how Shayna, known to Liz to others for years, even before this whole fiasco began in 2012. He said that Liz would often be distant, but he cared for her deeply. This woman, Liz, was often very fucking busy on her phone, being a psychopath, and attention to detail applied to literally anything else. Well, it's no, it's a Nobel Prize. It's no wonder she didn't have time to read. Applying it to Dave, mediocre Dave. Really and truly. Um, okay, so she had a whole other thing on the... G- How? Yeah, I mean, I, I need to... I mean, full disclosure, I hadn't actually read this far. So <laughs> News to <laughs> this, you. This is a twist for Holy me too. Holy shit. God, I didn't see this one coming. No. I, uh, no. I didn't finish the 2020 special. It was an hour long. Or 60 minutes. That's what it was. Oh, uh, yes. Great show. <laughs> 60 minutes. I know, but I was like, I'll give it a then good Then what back. happened? I watch on double speed. Couldn't get through it. Liz charged with murder. Well, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Garrett's just saying, oh yeah, sorry, Liz ran her own business, that housekeeping business. Um, but Garrett said they didn't live together until the house burnt down and then he allowed her to move in with him with the kids. Um, she sa- He said they were distant. She rarely moved. She rarely slept in the same room as him. <laughs> but she allowed Garrett to pay her bills and be her babysitter and did not contribute much to the relationship. Poor Garrett. For a professional housekeeper, he said she was a slob. Garrett often had to clean she the room in a basement where she, where she stayed, where Liz stayed by herself. She was often on the computer, he said, person. where police suspect was due to the time commitment it took to stalk Dave yes. herself and others. Police showed Garrett that in Liz's phone, he was labelled as fat ass. That is so, there was no that need to show him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him. He oh, was deeply God. hurt to learn that she had been seeing Dave for three years behind his back. So Garrett allows them to come in and search the home um, and to go through everything where Liz was staying. They didn't find anything useful, but a search of a former apartment did lead to evidence. They found multiple cell phones and electronics, including a camera identified as belonging to Carrie. The camera contained a video of Carrie with friends proving it belonged to her. One of the phones they found was proven to be used to call Carrie's mother on the day the man claimed she was at a homeless shelter. There was an also an app to disguise voices. Finally, police matched the missing fingerprint 
on the mint can in Carrie's vehicle to Liz. So Omaha police arrest Liz for the murder of Carrie Farber on December 16th, 2016. Four years had passed since Carrie had disappeared. But police felt they had finally got a solid case against Liz. She denied knowing anything about Carrie's disappearance and insisted Amy was the murderer. She stuck to her victim's story about before asking for a lawyer. In 2017, she stood trial for the murder of Carrie Farber. While awaiting trial, an SD card belonged to Liz was found to contain a picture of a human foot in advanced Ooh. stages of decay. <gasps> On the foot was a tattoo matching Carrie so Farber's known tattoo. Why would she have done that? Oh my gosh, she's not well. No, a freak. Her defense team then <laughs> opted to opted for a bench trial, meaning the judge would get to decide whether she was guilty or not, not a jury. Christ, what a twist! Oh my god! Yeah, Look and so the defense tried to the defense tried to say that there was no body, and that picture wasn't proof that she was dead. Right, that's sure. Liz. She we had no defense can get lax about our foot maintenance and yeah. it could resemble decomp. Fair. Look how normal they look together. Dave oh, yeah. and Liz. Just like, they look like they're kind of down the pub doing the local pub quiz. Oh God, Lord. That, this is truly one of the most insane stories we've ever had, I think. The constantness of it. Yeah. So the, during the trial. Jess. Fuck this. Yeah, getting out. So the double life that she had led for years proved that she was a pathological liar. All the stalking messages had originated from Liz. She stalked Dave, herself, Carrie's family and anyone Dave dared to date for years. Wasn't the first time she displayed this kind of behavior either. When the father of her youngest child ended their relationship, she stalked his new girlfriend. When the girlfriend married her ex and had a child with him, Liz continued to stalk her. When they divorced, she still stalked her despite the threat being eliminated. It was also discovered that Liz once had a young son named Cody. Cody's father adored his son, but Liz kept him at a distance. Liz was dating a man with questionable mental faculties. And when Cody was found unconscious, it was determined that he had died of shaken baby syndrome. Oh my God. Liz's boyfriend admitted to the crime and was sent to prison oh despite his family wholeheartedly, despite his family wholeheartedly believing that Liz herself had committed the crime. Mother of God. God. So in 2017, Liz was found guilty of first degree murder and sentenced to life without the possibility of parole in the Nebraska Department of Corrections. She also received 20 years for second degree arson and was found guilty of setting her rental home on fire. 20 years? She immediately appealed, but the appeal was denied. She is currently serving her sentence at Nebraska and the Correctional Center for Women. And no She continues for to maintain her death. innocence and Carrie's body has never been, been found. found. Jesus. Wow, Liz. Is anyone else a bit nervous that Liz might somehow hear this and then devote Jesus her God. remaining years to stalking us? We are luckily... Not the only... Well, yeah. She's got a lot of time in her hands. No, she's very she'll go good. after the 60 Minutes program instead. She'll oh, go yeah, after fair, them. Fair, yeah, that's yeah. true. We're 2020. Cassie, magnificent. Oh, wow. Dave. That was incredible. Oh, I came I'm across shaking. that yesterday and I was like, they'll oh. love this. They'll <laughs> love it. <laughs> They're going to love it's it. It's got everything. It's got everything. All right, thank you, Hivers. My God. Thank, thank you, you, patrons. Thank you so much to the Hive. See you over on Tuesday for the Mainer. Love you. can't wait. Bye. Bye. Especially goodbye to Yvonne.
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.